Thank you for tuning in to the Afternoon Pint Podcast. Our show will start right after these messages from our sponsors. Hey, Matt. We're thinking of selling our home and finding a bigger place. Oh, really? I thought you guys loved where you lived. Oh, we do. Our family is just growing. With pets. A dog. A cat. Two guinea pigs. A hamster. And you're planning on getting more? Eh, maybe a goat or a crocodile. Well, I have the person for you. Kimina Jad is an experienced real estate agent who prides herself in finding the perfect home for her clients. We're just browsing now. I'm not sure if we really need a realtor yet. Yeah, no worries. Kimia can help you with the comparative market analysis to help you determine the value of your home if you're planning on selling, or help you determine the going rate for the neighborhood you're moving into. She can also work at your pace. Awesome. All right, I'll give her a shot. What's her phone number? On Facebook, Kimia Nijat, Exit Realty Metro. Her phone number is 902-880-8429, and her email is kimia at exitmetro.ca. 902-880-8429. Eight four two nine. Awesome. Thanks. This podcast was brought to you by Dan Lomas at L-O-M-A-S of LomasFinancial.ca. Are you a small business owner who wants to keep more of your hard-earned profits and pay less taxes to the CRA? Do you want to plan for a comfortable and secure retirement? If your answer is yes, then you need to talk to Dan Lomas at Lomas Financial. Dan Lomas is a financial advisor who has been helping successful entrepreneurs and business owners for over two and a half decades. He utilizes customized solutions that can help you keep your earnings, dramatically reducing passive income tax. Dan Lomas and his team will help you transition corporate wealth into personal wealth by utilizing customized executive pension plans. Dan will show you how to convert business wealth into personal wealth in a professional manner. Don't let the CRA take more money than they deserve. Don't let your retirement dreams fade away. Contact Dan Lomas today and let him guide you on your path to financial success. Visit Dan Lomas at lomasfinancial.ca or call him direct at 902-209-0855. That's 902-209-0855. This is Matt Conrad. And this is Mike Tobin. Welcome to the Afternoon Pint. Today's guests are Amanda and Kristen, co-hosts of the hugely popular podcast known as Momicide. In Momicide, Amanda and Kristen dive deep into some of the world's most intriguing cases with genuine insight, reaction, heart, and humor. Please check out a link on our podcast episode to visit their show. We also have Mike's partner, Andrea Roswell, to take over the reins on Mike's hosting duties, along with a few interruptions from the beloved dog, Coco. Enjoy! Cheers. 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 Yeah. Welcome to the Afternoon Pint. I'm Mike Tobin. And I am Matt Conrad. And today we have the, the beautiful uh, Andrea. <laughs> What's your last name? Roswold. Andrea Roswold. And she's going to be the co-host today, uh, uh, my partner. Uh, she's a tremendous fan of the guests that we have on today. But first, let's just quickly introduce our beer. Yeah, so... Um, well, you know what? Let's go with me first because yours is far more appropriately named. Okay, so for our guest, which is, they may or may not do a a, a podcast about murder. That's right. Murder. Yeah, called Mama Side, and mm. I'm drinking the serial killer, uh, serial killer stout from Big Spruce. Yeah, I'm also wearing the hat. 
Yes. Yeah. That they gave you. Very Love cool. That. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm going to pass it on to Andrea, and you're going to introduce our two guests today because you're a, a huge fan of the show. And also, just a shout out to uh, Two Crows because I'm drinking their uh, Space Words, which is uh, it is uh, 11:47 in the morning, and this is 10. percent So here we go. Cheers to a cheers, to cheers, a morning, cheers to that. Yeah. I'll enjoy my bubbly here because I do have to work later today. <laughs> exactly. I'm Andrea, everybody. I'm Mike's better half. And I'm Fact. excited to be here. I've never been on the show before. And I have our guests here today, which I told Mike need to come on because they're amazing. And they have a podcast that a lot of you might know. It's called Mumicide, a true crime podcast. They're local here in Nova Scotia. And I absolutely love their show. Funny story, I was listening to it while getting ready one day, and Mike came in. I said, oh, my God, you have to have them on the show. And he said, how can you listen to that stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's a niche. It's a niche. It go. is. So welcome to Amanda and Kristen. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for coming today. Thank you. Uh, I actually love the name. Thank uh, you. Because I'm a... He- Two things. First of all, it's it's perfect. Obviously, it works in there so well, right? Uh, obviously, with your situation and being mothers mm-hmm. and it being about homicides, but also... I'm a big fan of things that are really simple and yet no one has thought of yet. Right. 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 It, yeah. It's one of those things where it's we like, can thank just, Amanda for the name. She came up with that. You just, change, oh, very you just change one letter in, yeah. in, in the word yeah. Yeah. and it brings this whole other meaning. And it's like, and I, I sit there and I wonder sometimes like, how is it we have billions of people on this earth and we've had podcasts going for whatever, 20 years more, whatever. Mm-hmm. And nobody's thought of mama side. Mm-hmm. And it's funny it's because I still have the list on my phone from when we were just ballparking yeah. ideas to start <laughs> the podcast and, and lists of names. And I remember with, with each name that I thought of, I would go and search and it would be already mm-hmm. taken. Right. And then when I thought of the mama side, when I looked it up, I'm like, it's not taken. And then we just decided yeah. to go yeah. with that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, we like, I like a, a good pun. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. The episode I listened to, I will say, blew my mind. Which episode? Uh, so Ryan Waller. Yes. Okay, so yeah. Talk about a one in a million mm-hmm. shots. That's yeah. a crazy Pardon story. Pardon the pun, but yeah. not yes. really. But like, you know, just a, a crazy I think that's thing. still one of our like most listened to episodes. Mm-hmm. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That I was yeah. like, poof. It's funny how many people prefer the stories that they don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, because for me, I, I mean, I love it all, but the the big names, I still want to listen to those. But so many people will message us and be like, oh my God, yay. Like, I'm so excited. We've never heard of this name before. And yeah, those episodes always seem to do very well. Oh yeah, totally. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially when there's like a shock factor. Like right. Yeah. Episode. yeah. Yeah. What I will say though, even you guys cover a lot of the big ones that a lot of us know and I'll, you know, I've definitely heard of before, I'm familiar with. But when I listen to you guys do the show, you always add something that I didn't know. So there's always something in the episode that I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah. So there's, you can tell there's so much <laughs> research and work that goes into all of your episodes. We are very thorough. Yes, you are. to a fault sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's probably a diagnosis, but it works out. <laughs> right. <laughs> How does. do you guys do your research? Um, so we use, like, we'll usually start by just doing like a general Google search of the case. Um, but I also have, um, we have a few subscriptions to different newspapers that will search to find articles that may have, Hmm. you know, just gotten lost. And then I still actually have my subscription to my university library account, which you can search 
pretty much anything and it will bring up audio files, newspaper articles, peer-reviewed articles and all that stuff. So that's where I find a lot of my really good in-depth stuff. Um, I think that's pretty much just, yeah, just general like news articles from Google, um, documentaries. We listen to a lot of podcasts to get other information. You'd be shocked how much people leave out on, on podcast episodes, because Mm -hmm. I feel like they have, they feel this need to condense the episode like under an hour. Right. Mm -hmm. So they cut out so much of the story, but the information really is not hard to find. Mm -hmm. Truthfully, we Mm -hmm. just, anything that we find interesting, we're like, let's just put it in there. Like, let's get the whole story. With that being said, some of the episodes turn out to be like three hours long. So <laughs> it can yeah. be a lot sometimes. I saw that. But like, the, the, I think uh, Casey Anthony or something like that. Yeah. Two parts. There's been a few. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. There's yeah. been a few. But really there's a lot of information ones. to that. I mean, like there's mm-hmm. been documentary upon documentary mm-hmm. series and everything covered. There's a lot yeah. of information. So yeah. yeah to, to, it makes sense to shorten that to like an hour or something is impossible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like about it, though, because there is so much more info mm-hmm. on your guys' shows mm-hmm. than I've heard. Because I've heard like the, the condensed 30 minute version right. of it. Yeah. And. And listening to yours, I might have to listen to it in two parts yep. over a couple of days, but mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, and uh, more I, is more, right? Yeah, exactly. absolutely. There's so much information in you guys. So how how long does it take you to research or prepare for an episode? Um, well, I mean, we're both very busy in general, so it does mm-hmm. take us probably you know longer than it should, but. In terms of actual time yeah, put in, like God, I would say at least. For research, at least 12 hours. Okay. If yeah. it's like, like, you know, sitting each. down and only doing that. Yeah. yeah each, each, I would say. You guys yeah. put it like one in a month, is it? Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we yeah. try our best. Yeah. Sometimes there have been times where we put one out every two weeks when we're yeah. less busy, but yeah. It usually works out to be once a month. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, it makes sense given the amount of research mm-hmm. it has to go into. Yeah, no, and awesome. when, you know, there are some podcasts that, you know, put out a 45 minute episode weekly or an hour episode every two weeks. And then when we release two or three hour episodes, we're, we're sort of giving people enough content to listen to over a, a certain amount of time. And honestly, the, the heaviest piece is, is the editing, which yeah. is takes a very, very, very long mm-hmm. time, which again, I'm just very, very meticulous about editing and making sure that it sounds really professional because I don't know about you guys, but if you pick up a podcast and you start to listen to it and it's like background noise and it doesn't sound, you, you can't really hear the people very well, then it mm-hmm. sort of makes you not want to continue to listen to it. Or like so. a lot of pauses. We're reading off a script on our phone that we right. write. So we like mess up words all the time. So she does all the editing. God love you. <laughs> um, and yeah, people are like, oh my God, your episode sounds so good. I'm like, you should hear what goes on behind the scenes. <laughs> like the bloopers that we have are like so funny. Oh, yeah, so it's not like this show where yeah. it's just like, we're just a it's, bunch yeah, of yeah, very organic. Ours yes. is much yeah. more yes. scripted. Well, yeah, conversational yeah. ones. It's the editing doesn't have to be as strict because it's no. just conversation. And if you mess your mess up your words, you just continue yeah. talking. Right. Whereas we really want it to be very organized and yeah. to the point. Mm-hmm. And I should mention we have Coco here today too. Another special guest. Her dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly, the dog's here, visiting everybody individually and trying to sit on their laps. Tap, yeah. tap dancing in the background. <laughs> oh, okay, this is like the brunch Late version. Morning. Yeah, and the first time not at a, a pub or a bar. Mm-hmm. So what made you guys want to start this? Yeah. Like, what was your inspiration to starting this podcast? I know you guys did an intro episode um, for the show, but mm-hmm. just for those that don't know you guys or might not have listened yet. 
So we went to high school together Mm -hmm. and we weren't really, you know, like hangout friends, but we always had each other on social media Mm -hmm. and we would, you know, each of us would share like a story in our um, Instagram story or on our Facebooks. And we both sort of started to pick up on the fact that we both really liked true crime. Mm -hmm. And I think it started with us just being like, Hey girl, like we should start a podcast, haha, kind of thing. Um, Isn't and- that how all, all podcasts start? Because <laughs> yeah. that's how ours started. Yeah, yeah. maybe not the hey girl, but maybe it yeah. was. Hey girl, hey girl, maybe. hey girl. <laughs> um, and then I think, I mean, we started to. She, Kristen is a makeup artist, and she actually has done my makeup for most of my major life events. Um, and so we started to get a little bit closer in our contact. And then one day we just took it seriously. It's it's kind of crazy when you think about it because it really was like I mean we both obviously were both huge true crime fans we both love podcasting and for me I listen to podcasts in the morning getting ready when I'm driving mm. to work when mm-hmm. I'm cooking like I love it and I was all, anytime I would listen to an episode I'd be like this would be so cool to actually like sit down and do something mm-hmm. like this and yeah we would just sort of be like that would be awesome and then one of us was like let's do it and I'm like. Mm. Like, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe, haha. And then, yeah, it just, it was pretty spontaneous, honestly. It was like a DM yes. that just led yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even have each other's phone we numbers. We started thinking of names, yep. logos, and then we, we ordered got the it down and we were like, well, we gotta, we gotta do it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been doing it now? It'll, we're coming up on two years. Yeah, it'll be two years. In February. February. Yeah. Yeah. Because so that, yeah. yeah, it looked like 2021 or mm-hmm. something like that. Was mm-hmm. the yep. First, two years. Yeah. So pretty crazy. And you guys won a, a, a coast award, right? We did. Oh, sorry. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations yeah. We, we were because, pretty excited about yeah. that. Um, which because it's a voting thing, it's always pretty exciting when you know that there are people out there that listen, which yeah. to me, you know, we do it. We really thoroughly enjoy everything. We enjoy the research, the research rather, and we enjoy the conversation. I don't so much enjoy the editing, but I mean, it is, <laughs> it's a part of it. Yeah. Um, and so to, to know that there are people that actually go and, and they get excited when they see that we've posted an episode and they listen, like it just seems so weird to me. Like it's like, yeah. we're just regular people. We're just doing it because we like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we get, we get feedback sometimes. And this is my favorite piece of feedback is people say, once they've started listening to our true crime podcast, they can't listen to other ones anymore because awesome. because they've set a standard and and they just get too picky and they're like, no, this is not this is not the way Amanda <laughs> and Kristen like. do it. Yeah. And that's my favorite compliment ever because I get that though. Yeah, I mean, I honestly I listen to podcasts a little bit less now, but I think it's also because we've created exactly what we want to hear. Right, right, yeah. and so it is hard. Like we wanted to find a balance of some conversation, but not too much. So we don't really talk about uh, talk about our lives very much. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And but we will have sidebars about the the case and our opinions on the case. And a lot of conversational true crime podcasts. There's a lot of inside jokes, and there there's a lot of banter back and forth. That if you just clicked on an episode, you'd have no idea what they were talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And so okay. we try to keep our intros very short, mm-hmm. and we get right into it. And then at the end, we might talk a little bit about ourselves for the people that make it that mm-hmm. far. And you know, and then you'll have your podcasts that are just information with no conversation, or, or it's too much conversation. And so we sort of created a balance. So for mm-hmm. me, it's kind of hard now to listen to a podcast because I'm like. 
I need a little bit more. And then I'm like, oh, I need a little bit less. Too much talking. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those dramas often rely on like cliffhangers and stuff, too. So you listen for 45 minutes and it's like, yeah, I was like, why don't you just give me the answer? (laughs) There is that. too. It's nice that your show is conclusive in every episode. So you get a fully fleshed out story. Yep. You can listen to it. And by the end of it, you know, pretty much everything there is to know about that that case yeah and that's a a good point because i mean like uh it seems like there's a lot of people that are doing that type of thing Mm because there's a huge demand for it oh massive massive my wife at one point was watching something where it was like a woman was just putting her makeup on and telling stories Mm -hmm. like on instagram yeah probably Mm -hmm. bailey Sarah. yeah it's a a combination of two niches (laughs) exactly yeah yeah uh, and I know I'm generalizing, <laughs> obviously, but like, what is up with women being obsessed with killing people <laughs> or like, the fact that other people well, kill people? <laughs> right. I, is it us? Is it, it is. Us? It, it, yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay. To break it to you. <laughs> it's actually you, Matt. It's Specifically, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, like, let's be honest, most of it, like, the victims are women, right? Mm-hmm. Like, wi- right. women That's are true. victimized and, and just being a woman in society in general you from basically from childhood onwards you're kind of conditioned to you know you have to be aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. you have to you know look over your shoulder all the time if you have a daughter you have to teach her you know you have mm-hmm. to be safe and blah 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 right so as a woman we already have those expectations just being in the world in general sadly mm-hmm. but with true crime it it feels more I don't want to say relatable because obviously we're not all out here getting murdered, but just, I don't know, like just to pick up on things where it's like, okay, like this is how we could be safer in society. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just things like that. Um, I, I just find the stories interesting, truthfully honest. I like, do too. It's just like a therapeutic thing for me, as weird as that sounds yeah. for no. most men. They're like, what do you mean therapy when like <laughs> someone's talking about chopping somebody's head off? But I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I can't explain it. It's just like a very well, relaxing, enjoyable. It's, it's, it's scary. <laughs> it, and yeah. I think to piggyback on what you said, because women are, you know, they tend to be more vulnerable. And and if you look the statistics up, it'll back it up that, you know, men murder women a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. yeah. and men tend to be the bad they, guy they like tend, 90% of the they time. They tend yeah. to. Yeah. And, and so it, I think it's interesting to, you know, First of all, just to know the crazy stuff that people do, because it just seems so far-fetched. And also just knowing how the mind works and how a psychopath happens. And that's just like, I'm very scientific and Kristen is too. And so just learning about why people do what they do. Why does a serial killer become Mm. a serial killer? Mm -hmm. The psychology. It's very interesting. That's what always interested me Mm -hmm. too. And I did a lot of my electives in my degree, my science degree in abnormal psych and forensic psychology because I've I've loved it since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I find it really fascinating. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just trying to make sense or Mm -hmm. logic out of something that's so illogical is why people like to listen to it. I think that's why I like it Mm because it's just like, oh my gosh, like this happened. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. And I think how could somebody be this way? Right. What happened to this person? What led up to it? Like I like the clinical side of it too Mm -hmm. and the autopsies and Mm -hmm. the science behind it all always really fascinated me. So that's the side that I'm really interested in. Yeah. Yeah. If I can like, you know, speak a little bit for my wife too, because my wife's a lot smarter than I am. So (laughs) she, I I think like whenever we're watching, like even if it's just like, you know, fake murder mysteries, like movies and things like that, she's like 15 minutes in, it's like, it's that guy. And I'm like, (laughs) 
just shut your brain off. Stop trying to figure it out. <laughs> we can't. No, no, yeah, can't. Just, just go along for the ride. She's like, nope, nope, I got to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. And what determines whether she likes something or not is if she couldn't figure it out until the end kind of thing. So, yeah. um, but I think she also likes that part of it, like the mm-hmm. figuring out the puzzle, the pieces, yeah. the pe- putting the puzzle pieces together, the things like that, the mystery. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it, it does exercise your brain, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there's a little bit of that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe and it's, just it's the, also just... Because as a woman, and I think that this is part of the reason why so many women listen to, to to true crime. I think it's because, you know, we could potentially have been the people that were murdered. Mm-hmm. And we, we obviously don't just cover women being murdered, um, but it, it, it is more common. And and sort of just to know, like, what happened, X, Y, Z, that led to this woman being in a position where she was murdered. And the more you know, the more you can protect yourselves. And so we will often share, you know, like, this is what we do to protect ourselves in our homes. And we have this camera and this alarm system and carry coyote spray with you for the, quote, coyotes. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just, you know, vulnerable positions that women have gotten themselves in where they have been murdered. And we sort of talk about like, Hey, this is what you should not do. Like Mm -hmm. is how many women get kidnapped in parking lots at night and just things like that. It's sort of just like the more, you know, the more you can protect yourself. Not every case is like, Oh, the husband did it. Right. Like some of them are like, you know, she's walking down the street and yeah, (laughs) anything like just, he did not do it. Spoiler completely random. Right. (laughs) And I think the random ones are fascinating too, because it's not that typical, you know, the husband did it situation. Mm-hmm. It's like she was leaving work. She walked to her car right. or yep. my fear as you know, the dog is entertaining us here today. I walk her a lot in the woods right. and I also yeah. carry coyote spray Good. and Atta maybe girl. a pocket knife. Um, <laughs> but you know, you do think of that stuff as a woman and I think it's important to um, just you're, it's just, it starts when you're young. Nice. Um, I have an almost 12 year old daughter and you know, we've had a lot of these talks and from a very young age, we know to look over our shoulder, observe what's going on. Mm-hmm. So I think it is helpful mm-hmm. to give you that tip yep. of how to stay safe. I always think about what it must be like from a man's perspective where they don't have that same conditioning in society. Cause mm-hmm. I talk to my partner about it all the time and I'm like, cause he share. I feel like most men are like, what's wrong with women where they're like so into <laughs> right. this. Yeah. And I've had that conversation. I'm like, well, we have to be. And I'm like, you know, must be nice for you to never have to like question or worry about that. And he's like, yeah, like I've never ever, like that thought has never gone through my mind before. Right. Well, and that, it, that speaks to privilege, right? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Right. And it seems so crazy to him that we are actually like this. And this is something that we constantly have to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like we're not scared to like walk down the street or anything, no, but it no. is something in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to me that that's, you know, that's how we think. That's how we're programmed because it is there in the back of your head. Mm-hmm. And we've all probably had at least one or multiple times where we felt unsafe in a situation right. or out walking or had an incident where we felt very vulnerable. Yep. Mm-hmm. We did an episode, like a transgendered person who went from male to female. Mm-hmm. And one of the things they talked about was actually learning how to, like, learning to be afraid for themselves. Right. Like, Mm-hmm. kind of thing like going mm-hmm. from a male who it was never programmed into your head mm-hmm. to you know i should be worried about walking in a parking garage mm-hmm. by myself at night right. to now actually thinking about that mm-hmm. now. yeah and yeah. i was even kind of like Oof. like yeah I, I i was kind of even like yeah see this is the thing about privilege, it is privilege. It's, it's it's not a 
it's not just because I'm privileged doesn't mean I'm bad. Right. No. It just means I don't. I completely oblivious yes. to what you guys yes, have to go exactly. through yeah. on an everyday basis. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. So this is self-defense is what you're telling me. <laughs> it is partially self-defense <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And how has it changed you guys? Um, just if it's okay, I can say you guys, I think you announced it on your page anyway. You guys are both expecting. Yes. Which yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Super excited Mama's for both you guys. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So how has it changed you as parents, like having this true crime passion, the podcast itself, the stories you listen to and research? How has it changed your parenting or has it? Ironically, we have boys. Yes, yeah. we're both boy moms. So I feel like if it if we had daughters, it would be a million times worse. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've always been... Like, does, like, I'm going to be the parent that has the sleepovers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm, yeah. You know what I no. mean? I, I, and you just know when you know what's out there it, and I don't think it's a bad thing, but you just know how to protect your children better and bad things happen to people of all genders and gender mm-hmm. identities. Yeah. Um, and there are just bad people out there. So you, 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 you sort of, you know, if my husband, like, for example, my husband took my son to the Moosehead game last night and I'm like, not even for a millisecond are you to take your hand away from his hand mm-hmm. because you just know it, that's all it takes is a split second. And so I'm definitely hyper aware. Like I'm at the grocery store and my son's in the cart and I just need to grab something off the shelf and I have a hand on my son as I'm grabbing it right. off the shelf. <laughs> and I think it just makes it so that you are constantly, I mean, as a woman as well, because I'm sure my husband isn't always thinking that way too, but um, I, I, I'm just aware of how, children can be affected also by the the things we talk about. We don't mm-hmm. do kids very much because mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's a hard thing to talk about, but yeah. um you just are aware of the dangers, mm-hmm. hyper aware and and you just sort of do everything you can to to protect them. It's it's interesting you mentioned um uh sleepovers because my yeah. wife and I have had this conversation uh a couple times where like, you know, there's there's the people who allow their kids to go on sleepovers mm-hmm. and then there's people who are like you can go and you can stay up late, but I'll pick you up at 11. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously that's due to data showing that between like 11 and 6 a.m. is when higher probability of your something happening to your kid mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? Uh, so it's almost like uh, sleepovers are modifying a little bit mm-hmm. in today's world and things like that, you know, because it's, yeah, it's about protecting your kid. And we don't do different. social media. Like, I have a two-year-old and he's, his face doesn't get seen on yeah, social my, media my at son, all. Yeah, my son, I mean, he might... For my private pages where I just have family and friends, my son's on there, but he doesn't touch the internet where everybody can see Mm -hmm. because it's just a AI now and just everything that's going on. It's like the weird things that like once you have like, you know, once you have a kid and stuff like I've, you know, the things you read online now and like, uh, you know, I was reading something where like, you know, predators will like the face of your kid and they'll get a picture of it and they'll splice their face mm-hmm. off and put it on a body of a Terrifying. kid that they already have right Terrifying. and it's Scary. like whoa, like yeah things like that right mm-hmm. um so we've just been hyper sensitive about right. you know, social media and kids and and consent right that, mm-hmm. that's really what it comes, oh, down, another thing that comes down to yes. it, right? you, you know i have a boy you guys have boys mm-hmm. and we're trying to raise him to know about consent mm-hmm. and you know if a family member's like give me a kiss and he says no mm-hmm. it's no, that's okay. Mom means yeah. no. Yeah. My son says, respect my words now. Oh, <laughs> oh I love that. Which is amazing. So, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think it's even more important, really, for us as mothers of boys to make sure that we're not raising 
the men that go on to do, right? I mean, God forbid something super awful, but also just men that are aware and men that can stand up for the vulnerable people in Mm -hmm. society. And yeah, totally consent is a, it's a a very big topic in our house. And it's, it does start with that. Like, Hey, if you don't want to give grandma a hug, you don't have to give grandma a hug. Exactly. You Mm -hmm. just say, no, thank you. And so, yeah, we start to teach them like if, if, somebody's playing with them or tickling them and he'll say, no, thank you. No, thank you. And if the person doesn't stop, he says, respect my words. <laughs> I love awesome. that. Which is I hilarious. That. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me. That's yes. awesome. How old is he? Uh, he'll be three next month. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and he actually okay. just said it so to good. my dad the other day. <laughs> and I was like, my, ch- my chest just popped up. <laughs> yeah. like, yes. And my dad's like, Oh, I will, I will respect your words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he's learning his boundaries, right? Yes, exactly. And, and what he, you know, what's, what's okay for mm-hmm. him and what's not. And I think that's important. Yeah. And I definitely grew up in situations where, with my own family, where I was put in really uncomfortable spots where I was giving someone a hug and they would do something a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, oh, no, you give them a hug, you give them a hug. And that's right. something that we have to get kids out of too, because mm-hmm. it's also a generational thing. Uh, where yeah, it is. Our grandparents are so different nowadays right. with like the way things are. Yeah. A hundred percent. And teaching my family, like, please don't guilt my child into hugging you. If he doesn't want to hug mm-hmm. you. Like I have yeah. some family members that will like pretend to cry. If my son doesn't want to <laughs> hug them. Basically emotional. Bride, yeah. Right. Right? Yeah. 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 It's a, uh, yeah. Being a parent is a, it's a tough job. It's yeah. the toughest job. It, it, hands it, down. It's, 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 it's tough because you like, you're, you're, you're not just like worried about, uh, obviously like, you know, you want to raise a good human being. That's mm-hmm. really what our job is, right. Is to raise a good human being. But then on top of it, you have, uh, generational gaps of knowledge where people seem to think like, Oh, well, this was fine. This is how we did Ooh. it. Like everyone went to the grandparents, you know, 30, 40 years ago and, whatever right mm-hmm. it's like well, that's not just because that's how it's always been yeah. doesn't mean that's how it always yeah. should be yeah you're educating the child and then you also have to very awkwardly educate your own family about mm-hmm. why you're not doing things a certain way which is just awkward in yeah. itself when you have to t- when i have to like tell my parents not to do something <laughs> yeah. it's like wait <laughs> like don't kiss my kid in the head when it's rsv season yeah <laughs> yes yeah. please keep your germs yeah. away right. <laughs> things like that right it's yeah. just completely lost right but it's yeah so going back i guess to the uh the actual episode it's like, do you guys have one that like really stood out to you guys? That was like your favorite. You were like really juicy. I mean, kind of like one that we covered or one that we just know of. Both, both, okay. both, yeah. or one that just sticks with you that you you know. Yeah, we, you one that we haven't covered yet that I think was a was one that really got me into true crime was the John Benet Ramsey case. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think part of it is because her murderer has never been found she was also murdered in her own house Mm -hmm. and found in her own house and there's like a ransom note situation and there's just all these theories about who did it and whether Mm -hmm. it was a family member yeah i don't know where did that happen um in the states States. and she was like do you remember i don't know if they still have them but do you remember in the grocery store they used to have those like the tabloids the tabloid magazines that would have like fake aliens on them and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and she would always be on the cover because she was this little girl who was in pageants and so she looked like she was like 12 years old but she was like four or five right. with full face of makeup and so also there's the the layer of the fact that it was a a white family so obviously it was mm-hmm. everywhere because yeah. when white people die it's all over the news um and so i i saw that 
I would see it at the grocery store constantly. And my dad would sometimes talk about it. He, he listens to, to true crime as well. My dad does. He listens to like, he listens to it while he sleeps, which is not something that I do, but (laughs) (laughs) I've done that. I have nightmares. Mind blown over here. (laughs) Um, so I, I remember with that case, just wanting to learn more about it. And then once I got old enough and the internet was a thing, I I would listen to it and I've listened to so many podcasts on it and we eventually do want to get to it, mm-hmm. but there's, big one. it's so, it's so detailed and there's so many layers <clears throat> to it. And I think just the, the fact of not knowing who did it, it sort of just sticks with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that one does have a following because like that comes up like almost every like oh, several yeah. years. It do- I mean, even yeah. recently it's yeah. been in the news it because they were mm-hmm. sending something away for it was like DNA, DNA tests, yeah. Yeah. which I don't even know how that's even able to be used at this point because it happened so long ago but um yeah that's one of my my i don't know how to word it like it's my most one of my f- you're invested in yes that i don't yeah. want to say favorite because that's just a weird thing to favorite say. sounds weird yeah, yeah it just, but i mean i find it the most interesting yes yeah. yeah so what about ones that you've covered i was trying to think about this the other day um I still always just go back to the Picton case. I was going to say that. I'm glad you said that. That's mine too. It's just because there's so, there's so many complex layers to it and problems that happened in that case and victims. There's so many victims too, but yeah, I would say. For the guy that doesn't know a lot about this, like who is Robert Picton? So Robert Picton is welcome yeah, to Homicide Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Willie. Robert Willie Picton. Willie Picton was a pig farmer from British Columbia. And he had a very large, extensive farm that him and his brother owned that a lot of bikers and Hells Angels and just really bad people would be on the farm constantly. And basically he would Go down to. <laughs> she doesn't like Robert Picton either. Yeah. Yeah, we don't like Coco. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, Coco doesn't like the. Dog. No. So in in British Columbia, um, in Vancouver, there is the an area known as a downtown East Side, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of sex workers down there, a lot of uh, poor people, a lot of drug addicts, and Robert Picton would go down there to pick up a victim, which would be a sex worker and would take them back to his farm and murder them in a very horrific way and dispose of the body in various horrific Mm -hmm. manners. And oftentimes it was an indigenous woman that he was murdered. So there was a layer of indigenous, you know, victims and police mishandling and, you know, police just not caring because it was indigenous sex workers. Yeah. Yeah, These women are missing, but Yeah. yeah. And I think he, he ended up confessing to 49 victims. Wow. They ended up finding the remains of something like 32 victims on his farm or mm-hmm. something. And some of these remains were just a, a sh- fragment of bone wow. is all they found of one person. Right. Because he would, he would dismember them. He would let the pigs eat them. So that was yeah, like another, rid of me, yeah. yeah. And then he would um, sometimes put their bodies into like meat grinders. He would mix them into the meat that he was selling on the fr- like just oh. disgusting. It, it's so it's so so it's, awful. Yeah, it's really bad, but interesting nonetheless. It's right? it, it's yeah. very interesting, it, yeah. but that's my case. and we had a cool that interview on that. Is it? Yeah, yeah, we had a pretty yeah. cool interview for that episode too. And the fact wow. that yeah, we got to in- interview an RCMP officer that worked on that case, which was pretty awesome. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. if you want to listen to another, I'll go one, back. Yeah, I'm go, I'll um, go back and listen to it. Um, yeah, that was. 
uh, that was a crazy moment to be interviewing someone who, you know, sort of worked on a case that you're like, holy well, shit. Well, he, is- uh, he arrested Robert he arrested yeah. him. So yeah. so, yeah. Very close. Oh, no way. Yeah. And he was, was just cool. very, very humble and very, he he provided a lot of information and insight. Yeah. So that was really, really cool, um, the interview part. But yeah, it sort of sticks with you, especially like the more messed up it gets and the fact that it goes on for so long and you just think to yourself, like, how the hell did this guy murder people yeah. for years and years and years and years? And he he wasn't careful. No, he what he wasn't he wasn't trying to be you know inconspicuous. He was yeah. he was very much just going and picking them up. He had there there was even a layer of another woman who was a sex worker who was helping him to pick the mm-hmm. other women up. Right. Like it, the oh. the story is so complex that it's it's amazing that it happened and the fact that it happened in Canada because honestly most of the really really messed up killers come from the states yeah that's where a lot of people statistically like the, the big headlines like yes. you know, the heavy hitters yeah kind yeah. of thing yeah um so yeah it was just in a pig farm in a rural area in yeah. in, in Canada and it's like what, what, when what time frame was this oh, it would have been like 2000 like he got arrested that, in 2002 he was, yeah he was but yeah. he was he was doing not this completely outdated no from it's like not DNA shot testing long ago. and stuff like that just no. kind of speaks to like the lack of care to like uh whether it be in missing and indigenous women mm-hmm. and things like that and also sex workers because yeah. i mean mm-hmm. obviously the you know society's view on that is that you're you know your life is not worth yeah if you're addicted to drugs and you're Things working like, on the exactly, streets yeah. then you're you're worthless and right. that's exactly. how that is how he got away with it for yeah. so long unfortunately yeah. because i could tell you if it was male privileged male men getting murdered if somebody would have caught on by the second one if not the first i was gonna say yeah as soon as two guys from bay street go missing yeah like you know yeah 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 i think there's so many elements to that one because it's the marginalized people the women um and there's still a lot of these issues that go on to this oh 100 percent. yeah it's still happening it's happening right now in manitoba with yeah with indigenous women who are Mm -hmm. missing and they Mm -hmm. were thrown in a landfill but for some reason the the government just doesn't want to spend the money to to find them yeah and and and, yeah it it is. is so that's another thing that we try to we we do try to as much as we can um talk about victims who are victimized because of the color of their skin or the situation that they were in in their life, their socioeconomic status. And especially because we are white, so we have a lot of privilege. Um, and it's really, so we are the ones that should be sort of spreading awareness and, and yeah. we have a lot of ears that will listen. And so that's one part that we always try to, you know, make sure that we aren't just covering the John Benet Ramseys because they've been all over the news everybody knows that case and the casey anthony's right so um that's one thing that's really important to us yeah as well yeah absolutely is there is there like a outside of obviously um as what we previously spoken of but is there another case that like you're really excited to kind of cover there's definitely we have a huge list of cases. Oh, I mean, requests. there's un- I un- literally an <laughs> there's unlimited amount unlimited, but-, yes. but yeah there's a few ones that are really high on our list um Jody Arias. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Have you looked at any like local ones? They yes. they covered Paula Gallant's oh, case. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. okay. I wasn't yeah. Sure. yeah, okay. Yeah. I wasn't, yeah. yeah, we did that one fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like big, big name ones that we haven't covered. Um, we haven't covered. Um, I don't know why my mind is blanking. I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to think of the the dad who 
uh, killed his wife and kids in the States. Oh, Chris Watts. Chris oh, Watts. Yeah. That's yes. a crazy story. Yeah, that, yeah. that one's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. a couple, there's a couple kind of really messed up ones that have come out of Quebec, too. Like, my wife's from Quebec, so she kind of keeps me informed. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. There's like some couple messed up ones where, like, you know, parents killing their kids and things like that. Yeah. Kind of come out of yeah, we did like cover... Um, we covered... Um, Brain is not braining. We're both pregnant people. <laughs> Cut us some slack. A little bit of pregnant Absolutely. brain going on. But that's okay. It's a real thing. It is, it is a real thing. <laughs> do we cover a case out of Quebec? Well, I mean, I do know you, you covered Luca Magnata. Yes. yes. I knew that one. Right. Mm-hmm. And we did cover... Which um, is a pretty messed up case. We did mm-hmm. cover, oh, yeah. you know, the couple that were in Ontario that now she lives in Quebec. Carla Magnata. Car- oh. Or Carla Magnata. <laughs> Carla Magnata. <Christ. laughs> Well, Paul Bernardo. Paul Bernardo. Paul Bernardo. Paul Bernardo. Carla Homolka. Well, Carla yeah, Homolka. I mean, yeah, she's, she's out she's now. She lives in, she's in Quebec now. now. Yes, yeah, living her yeah, life. That's yeah. what made me think of but that. Paul Bernardo, I think, like, I don't think you know, he'll ever get out. Hopefully it's funny because he actually just, uh, he applied to, I think, it, I think, pretty sure Paul Bernardo applied to go from maximum to minimum or He did. Or yeah, like he did. And a lot of people were like, no, no, never should happen. But I was like, you know what? Put him in Gen Pop, man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying the same thing. I'm like, put him in Gen Pop because yeah. the fact there. everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, he doesn't deserve whatever. It's like, yeah, but you like, I mean, not. I've never spent a day in prison, but obviously, being in general like population is far more scary than being locked in your it cell, yeah. being fed your three meals. Yeah, boredom sets in, but boredom is also a privilege. But when the, someone could, they're getting more right. than we think. They're getting access to more than we know, right. even when they're in, when they're segregated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which it's to, we talk about this a lot because we always get into the discussion about death penalty or not. Right. Yeah. Um, and Which is a very interesting. Yes, yeah. it is. We very could go on forever. We could, yeah. yeah, and so essentially, you know, there are just so many layers that go into death penalty or not. But for me, when I think about it, I feel you know, if like in Paul Bernardo's case, mm. if there is no doubt, like there is, there's not a single doubt that he did this. He's it's on video. Like he is, mm-hmm. he's a right. he's a massive piece of shit. If he goes back out into into the community, he's gonna kill people. Exactly. Absolutely. And so. Why does he get the right to even be alive and have the ability to feel happiness ever? Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. what I sort of think of. But then I sort of get, well, if there, you know, there are more layers to that because some people are just convicted and they didn't do it. So there is that. Like, yeah, like there's Hurricane right. Carter's, yes. Hurricane Carter's case and all that right. stuff. I mean, now it's less likely to happen because mm-hmm. we have so much more testing and all that stuff. That being said, there's even, even still, there's a part of me that it's like, even if we killed these people who are like absolute monsters, I'm kind of like, eh, I get off a little easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, I, I see that. Yeah. I totally see I that. I see too. both sides of that. I do. Too. For like, sure. I, I kind of feel like they should suffer a little bit. Yes. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe like, you know, don't give them a mattress. They sleep on a bed of nails. And honestly, I like, I, I feel like a lot of people, like criminals, serial killers who, are who know that they're going to be jailed for a long time they just find a way to kill themselves because they're That's just they're like I can't, I'm not right. doing this so yeah almost like keeping them in jail for a life sentence is absolute t- mental torture to them right so it is yeah. it can be I don't know there's just like different forms of justice Sometimes I do yeah. just wish that they were thrown into the general population and you know. yeah I do too like mm-hmm. let's you know let's let them they need a taste of their own medicine. Yeah. They don't, they shouldn't that be fear. protected. Right? The fear like, and the knowing that, yeah. you know, you're walking in there, all these other guys, people know what you did. They yeah. know who you are. Yeah. And, yeah. 
And you know what? You know? Being the number one guy is not, uh, not always a good thing. Like people want to take a shot at the mm-hmm. number one guy. That's and right. when you're Paul Bernardo and the, the people that you raped and sexually abused and tortured and killed were yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh you're oh, getting yeah. messed up. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, I, I know an eye for an eye makes the world go blind, but when it comes to children, like if you are, if you are torturing and murdering children, yeah. yeah. It's just a different level. It's completely it's a different. different kind of. It's completely monster. different. It really, really is. Yeah. 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 No, I, that's the thing. So I, I think there is a fine line. I think there's probably a happy medium where we could, you know, find it's like, ah, eh, you know what? We'll. Everyone's we'll, got a very strong opinion on it. Yeah. Um, we actually got a hate email. Oh, did you? From I was just trying to search it up. I'm gonna look oh, for it. Yeah, that's right. Could you guys probably get? Like yeah, I was going to ask that there. too. Honestly, sometimes and it's and not that much on Instagram. The odd time, then we might get you know it's re- it's just really hard in in today's society to to make sure that you're saying everything properly, mm-hmm. and we always try our best to do that. Right. People will reach out more, try to like correct or educate us, and on we like how right. they so think appreciate that, be. right? Yes, but there are some people who just take it like a little bit too far mm-hmm. um, and in terms of, you know, like where we really, you can tell that we're being, we're hyper aware of, of the way we say things and we're trying to be mm-hmm. respectful. Yeah. So the people that reach out and say like, Hey, you know, instead of saying schizophrenic, you should say with schizophrenia, we're like, amazing. Thank you for telling us that. Right. Right. But then there are some people who, you know, they'll nitpick everything we do and you know, we're not sharing about this enough and like, why aren't you posting about this? And, Oh, I guess you're not getting to this case because it's not important to you and blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. um, but this this piece of hate mail that we got. <laughs> is that the one? Does this one take the cake? I mean, this that, one is oh, about yeah. Carla Homolka. Yes, okay. That being said, you can't like you can't possibly satisfy everybody. No, you guys, you're never you going both, to. You no. both have day jobs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it's not like you're just sitting here banging out ten hour days worth of research and podcasts no. kind of thing. And right? so and most people are understanding because yeah. they know that that this isn't the only thing that we do, but some people will be like Oh, I'm leaving. You, like, you don't upload enough. Like, where are you? Yeah. And I mean, I get it. it it's annoying, but also like, this send is me a, a passion project bro. for you guys. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think people do have a misconception of you know they think if you're in podcasting and because we do have a, a relatively large following, mm-hmm. um, they they probably think that we're making money off this and like the ads that we do. We have ads now, and we might make twenty dollars each a month. Mm-hmm. maybe yeah and that's the thing it's, it's kind of funny because we're just entering like in sponsorships and stuff like that right. now and i mean unless you're like you know huge right you're really not making anything no you no. don't get into podcasting and it's harder in canada as well and it's harder in canada because we actually are paired with with uh, a company called audio boom and we had signed a contract with them and essentially, you know, once you reach a certain amount of listeners or listeners per month on episodes, we could get the sponsored content where brands are actually sending us items for us to test. Right. And then we do the ads because right oh, okay. now it's just auto played ads. Right. right and right. so we sign with them <clears throat> right away. And then and the goal was 10,000 listens per month. And within like a, a pretty quick amount of time, we 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 were reaching that. And so when we sort of reach back out to say like, hey, we'd like to switch to these ads now, they're like, whoops, we didn't know that you were in Canada. We actually need oh. you to meet a higher quota. Oh, maybe you should maybe you should go with somebody else. Yeah. So oh, hey. so that was kind of tough. Canadian for us. dollars compared yeah. to the US. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Listens Into listeners. To, yes. <laughs> but on we're not in it for that reason. No, right? yeah. like no. we do it truly because we enjoy doing it. Yeah. Um 
I mean, yeah, it, and it does take a lot of work. It takes a lot of time out of our days, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of distractions that we have to deal with. So, right, you know, but yeah, most people are very. We have a lot of supporters, right? Mm-hmm. Like people, people are very, very kind. You do like, get the odd so asshole, kind. but like, I mean, that's, that's just life. Well, yeah, the fact that you guys, everyone's yeah. always going to have that one person who you just can't please, mm-hmm. and they just want to be negative. And, and if it if it gets to that point, if it's a person that we just we don't like the way that they're treating us, or the, mm-hmm. the, they just sort of have a sense of entitlement, then we're like, you know what? You don't need to be in my space, and like, we, block we block them. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like I, I, I'm like my my attitude for a lot of things is like you know like whether it be social media or whatever. It's just like I'm, I'm not an airport. You don't need to announce right. your departure. Mm-hmm. Just, just stop listening. Oh, but people <laughs> you just don't need to be, you don't need to be rude right. when, yeah. on your exit, right? Oh, yeah, man. just peace out quietly. Yeah. Yeah. So you have some hate mail for us. I do. Yeah, <laughs> um, you found it. Trigger warning for the the language. Can do you swear on your podcast? We can. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can. I already said. I already said a couple of swear words. I've, I've been trying not to, but I, it's, it's hard. You can believe this. I'll, 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 I'll spell it out for the, the one word because it's really awful. Um, you effing C-U-N-T's. Oh. oh. Start strong. Yeah. Holy. Seem to have it out for Carla Homolka. Let's sidebar for people who don't know who she is. She literally sexually assaulted, raped, and killed her own sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but not so much Paul when he was clearly culpable in the case. Worry about your own effing kids and don't worry about Carla's kids. She paid her debt to she paid her debt to society, you jealous bitchs. Wow. Oh, did she? <laughs> Apparently. Mm. The the like few it's years just that it's just did. shit like that that I'm like, okay, you're clearly trying to get a rise because who the hell actually thinks like that? Like I Right. So I'm like, don't even we respond. Didn't, we to don't that. answer. Don't yeah, even well, respond to yeah, that. Like who defends like like mass murderers? Exactly. Like, yeah. Like, and and she took yeah, she was a big part of I, I lured people in. I she believe she was did. the mastermind in the murdering component. Yeah, a lot of people do. So and I, and I we agree. did not give Paul a pass on that episode at I mean, all. So no, I really didn't. don't know what that person is How talking about. How could you give him a pass? No. Anyways, it's, yeah. yeah, just yeah. stuff like, I honestly laugh at stuff like that. Because I'm like, that is, like... It brings you it brings you down to earth when you when you hear people say that because you're just like okay if there's people like this that exist like you're just never going to make everybody no, happy no, and like no. this is the this is the cause you're fighting for is the woman that was raping and murdering children that's that's what you're going to go out on yeah. the internet and fight for. Let's find a better cause. Yeah, like that's right. literally the equivalent of someone like, hey, Hitler's not so bad. He was great for exactly. the economy. Yeah, it's like, like yeah. Basically, right? It's like, no, just, you yeah. just can't so, even, no, I can't humor that. A you monster can't is a monster. To that. Right. Yeah. 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 The people will just always have an opinion and you'll never make everybody happy. So, yeah. and that comes also with like, we have lots of reviews on Apple podcasts and you'll have people who will say like, this is the best podcast I've ever listened to and I love it and blah, blah, blah. And then you'll have people that are just like, shut up. We don't want to hear your opinion. And like, yeah. it's it's like if you, it's a don't podcast. Listen to right. the podcast. It's like a TV show. Like I, I know a ton of people who love yeah. watching The Office. I don't love watching The Office. Is it funny? I'm sure it is. I just don't really... It's not, not my genre. Now, yeah. pers- now I'm personally offended. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Stop like, this. Get out. <laughs> get out. But you know, if you don't like it, you just, I just go, don't okay, watch well, it. I'm just going to find I, something and I, new. You know, it's like, I just don't watch the show. I'm sure it's great. It's just not for me. Game of Thrones. <laughs> same story. I could not get into that. To save Game, my of Thrones? Life. Game, Game of Thrones? Yes. Yeah. 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 Same here. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but people nowadays, it's like, if this isn't exactly what I want, like, I'm going to go they, up in arms about think, it and they think almost that we're not real human beings that we just live right. behind a microphone and that our 
only purpose is to please their need of entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think that's a common problem in a lot of things, not just social media, but mm-hmm. obviously heavily in social media. Yep. But I mean, also in like my work life thing, mm-hmm. like I was always a big fan of, I had to, if I had to work with someone like quite often, or my team had to work with someone quite often, I'd bring that person in at least once a month and they could see them because it's really hard to, you know, insult someone or, or you know, kind of talk down to somebody if you see them as people. Mm-hmm. In uh, person, yeah. If you but if you yeah, like if it's always just a voice on the other side of the phone, or it's just letters on the other side of an email or or mm-hmm. social media, or whatever. It's so easy to just talk shit to them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And and to, to like basically it's like that's not a human. That's just something, a name on the other side of something, yep. right? Yep. So I think that's a huge issue with today that we need to kind of work oh, on. it's massive, but yeah. it's it's never going to get better. And you have, yeah. you know, you have all these forums where where it's just designed for people to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. Yes, and exactly. and when you're anonymous, you can make up a name if you want. Right? Yeah, when you're anonymous and you you you're never going to be held accountable for your actions. You're going to say and do whatever you want. Yeah. So this person that emailed me from a fake email account advocating for a child murderer, don't nobody will ever know who they are, mm-hmm. and they could just be someone that is like they could work in an elementary school and like la di da like it, it's just could so literally be your next door neighbor they could right yeah. so yeah it's that's a scary thing about the internet and so you kind of have to like i don't have a very tough skin and and it's it's taken a while probably up until like the last little bit that if i read a feedback that's mm-hmm. negative yeah. for me to be able to brush it off because i'm also a people pleaser right and so it's like oh, they didn't like it. Or, you know, you sound, somebody said we sound desensitized. And I mean, it's not like we're not a theatrical podcast. I'm I, like, we're not like acting we and crying. And crying. And <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you want from me? But, yeah, just the claims are a bit ridiculous. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for someone to like gasp and cry and scream, like you should probably watch a reenactment documentary of this <laughs> of this case. Right. Um, but we, we've started to just be like, oh my God, this is hilarious. Like people will be like, oh, one of the girls sounds like a valley girl and she... She doesn't add anything to the conversation. And how many different ways can you sound surprised? And it's just like, it just leaves yeah. me alone. Yeah. If you don't like it, just move on. It's right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I've gotten a lot better at that. And, and she's just a kind of, I don't give a crap person. So she's helped <laughs> me with it. that a lot. Um, because, yeah. yeah. I just I, I just feel like I can't relate to people like that. No. So I'm like, I, like, I don't have time for to get on that level right no, like, it's, it's not worth your energy moving. no it's, yeah. no it's really not yeah. no and nor do i care about pleasing people like that honestly no like so because you probably never will anyway no yeah, i just, right? I just if you fixed really... a and b they're gonna come up with c yeah. so oh, of course yeah. yeah you're gonna have those people so you feel like you have a bit bit more of a thicker skin yes these oh my gosh yeah i'm yeah. way better and when you become a yeah. parent too it sort of gets a little better too because right. you yeah. want them to be that way so you're like oh i have to be that way too yeah. Um, right but yeah i i've definitely gotten better still not perfect with it but hopefully i'll get i'll one day just be able to read it and be like yes whatever yeah <laughs> well i think it's great like you guys were only out what a year when you got the silver um mm-hmm. for the for the coast award yep. and then you guys were nominated this year and we'll find out next month we will right? yeah we're, the show we're hopeful. on november uh, 30th i think okay. november 30th yeah i think we might know by then 
maybe we have this yeah so oh for when this said, you know, when I, this I, I one comes guys, out i hope you guys take the gold this year yeah. but Me i hope too. you take silver next year because i hope ap <laughs> takes gold the, year after, the year after that that's fair. <laughs> little friendly competition little friendly yeah. competition but <laughs> yeah. you know what honestly uh, i think we covered a lot there and honestly it, this was really it went in a lot of different ways than i thought it was really even going to yeah so yeah. honestly thank you so much for your time i know we were you know we're here on the weekend and we're taking time away from your family and stuff like that so i really really appreciate you guys taking yeah. time to come out and talk oh, to us thank you for having yeah. us Thanks yeah. For having us. yeah, we appreciate awesome. you coming on. I was so excited to have you guys on because, yeah. you know, I'm a huge fan and I've known Kristen for a little bit. And mm-hmm. yeah, this was fun for me to do too. Yay. Yeah. And, and for Coco, who's under the And for Coco. Right? Coco. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll uh, I guess what we do is we'll end on a cheers as well. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah, thank you so much. And yeah, so listen Thanks, to Mama's Side. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank cheers. you so much. Cheers.